Boil the kettles, brew the tea. It's episode six of Hot Drinks and Good Company. <laughs> how do you, you like that is one? That every, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Just that was short good. and snappy this morning. Poetic. Yeah. But just, yeah, short I and snappy, so. as you said. I thought so. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to episode six of Hot Drinks and Good Company. Very exciting. This week, we have a very, very exciting guest joining us. However, as per usual, no surprise here, we are having some technical issues. However, rather than let them get the better of us, we're just going to carry on, go on air until we get it sorted. And actually, I don't think it's our wrongdoing. I think it just takes a while for the servers to to connect to process. So I think we're I think we're all okay. And I, Libby, our lovely guest this week, should be joining us imminently. Um, but until then, we thought we'd give you a little hot drink roundup of the week. So. This week's been an interesting week for me and Lou in the hot drink world. Lou, do you want to um, explain that a little bit more? Okay, so the last time that we went to the supermarket was, I think, probably about two weeks ago. And we've sort of vowed to ourselves this term not to shop in town. So for everyone that knows St Andrews, that means walking to Aldi or Morrison's, one of the further away supermarkets, which relatively are actually still very close, but in terms when of you're St. In Andrew's the bubble scale, of St. Andrews, they seem like, like a miles away. Um, anyway, so we haven't had um, any food, basically, and that includes not having many hot drink choices. So I ran out of ground coffee, which was a tragedy. The only coffee that I have is a very nice coffee that I got for my birthday that I'm trying not to waste. Trying to save So her. I've been having to drink instant cry. This might be the first time in me and Lou's, what, three years of friendship that you've I've ever seen her actually cave and, and, and stoop as low as instant coffee. But also we've run out of tea. So we just have randomly scattered tea bags yeah, lying we, around our kitchen. We ran out of normal tea and then we ran out of decaf tea. And we've basically got a couple of jars of miscellaneous tea bags that we have no idea. They've lost their package long, long, long ago. And we have no idea what they are, what flavours. Yeah. So it's kind of like a lucky dip. And you don't know whether there should be milk in that tea that you're brewing. You don't really know what you're going to get. It's been it's a been struggle. A, it's been an interesting experience. So you'll experience. all be pleased to hear that we're going to Aldi later on today. So yeah, this won't we've have to last scheduled in a trip. We're going to stock up on all the hot drinks. Our cupboards will be absolutely brimming with all the all the varieties of tea and coffee. But anyhow, enough of that because we have success. Libby, can you hear us? I can. Can you guys hear me? Yay! Okay. I'm so happy I this introduction needs so much emphasis because for everyone that's listening. Libby is joining us live from America. So it is currently, correct me if I'm wrong, quarter past three in the morning right now, right? It is indeed, yes. It's 3 a.m. I'm doing I great. bow down to your greatness. That like, level of commitment, commitment is, is insane. So it was a really hard decision to decide whether I was going to wake up, like go to bed and wake up at three, or if I was just going to stay up till three. It was a really depressing decision of my days. I, I decided to go to bed. And then I woke up. That's even more impressive. Yeah, honestly, 
that is even more kudos to you because I think that's a riskier game. Yes, yeah, I sure. don't think I would ever have worked. I'm not gonna lie, I backed you, but I was a little bit concerned. I was just a, a small worried. part of me was like, surely she'll sleep through. Like 3 a.m. That's very much the middle of the night. It really, is. <laughs> it really is, and especially I mean, when you think about Tabby's track record with sleeping through alarms, you don't have much to build faith on. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Famously could sleep through my entire room radio being blared through the whole of the the halls. But as soon as someone tried to open my door, that tiny little door handle would wake me up. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. And I loved last night you you sent us a message saying, like, I think I'll probably go to bed because I'm a bit of a granny these days and I go to bed like 11. We'd both been lying in bed (laughs) for like an hour and a half. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yes. I, I definitely thought that in my old age I might need a couple hours of sleep, so I'm glad well, exactly. I Exactly. I'm glad you got to get some sleep. Um, so your hot drink choice. We have my hot drink choice in front of us. Would you like to explain to everyone what it is? Well, I chose a chai latte. I in my youth may have called them a chai tea latte at a bunch of at times, which is incorrect, apparently. Um, <laughs> but they're delicious. My preferred chai latte does have a couple shots of espresso. So mm-hmm. they can be a little bit milk-based. Um, but nice. I, I'm surprised you guys got one. I'm so excited. They're so yummy. I do not have one in front of me, as it is 3 a.m. That, um, you'll forgive it. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> but I do I'm have a hot drink. Me. I do have a steaming cup of hot water. So Nice. That'll do. That'll do. Have you, did you ever have a chai latte from Taste when you were in St. Andrews? Somewhere, but I think it was the place with all the cakes that I can't remember the name of at this moment. Oh, probably Cottage Kitchen. Cottage Kitchen, yes. I did have one from there, but not from Taste. Is it spectacular? It's actually really nice. I mean, we'll talk more about it, but I'm quite impressed. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm what, not expecting This that. radio show is ruining me. <laughs> it's I'm opening your eyes to the options. It really is. Um, but we should actually rewind and explain to everyone how we all know each other. Yeah, Libby, do you want to take the reins on this one? Explain um, our our wonderful and romantic union of, of friendship, our first meeting story. So I was studied abroad in St. Andrews, similar to a previous guest on your show, Emily. Um, and uh, I flew into Edinburgh, and I also didn't do that much research on St. Andrews. I, I thought it was in Edinburgh, and it wasn't. <laughs> And I remember getting on a bus and I thought that we were just going to a different part of the city, like where the campus would be. And then, you know, I was in the bus for an hour and then two hours and then however far away it is. And then I also thought I was going to be in a normal dorm room and I showed up in the tiny little castle that was Wardlaw Hall. It was also all girls, which I I also didn't expect. Um, But it ended up being such a blessing when I got there and I found two adorable roommates that I had and then across the hall you and tabby and i remember i think tabby's dad was moving her in you guys were all getting settled in in your nice single rooms while i was getting settled in in (laughs) triple which was quite quite the experience um but so yeah it was an easy friendship you guys were so much fun we were all in the same hall and it went from there we really did have the best time and that triple room was just so iconic it was a godsend honestly like it was just everything went down there was never not some sort of party going on in that room yeah never a moment in the triple truly absolutely not so much space to make the most of it was the best so we're talking about halls and we also mentioned one of our previous guests emily libby what is your take on the chocolate do you miss them 
do you miss the chocolate since you've been back? I have some interesting takes. I I remember I have done my research. I was a little bit nervous to come onto your show. This is my first experience being with someone's podcast guest. But oh. I was doing my research, listening to your episode with Emily and your episode with Tabby, and or with uh, Maddie. Sorry, and oh. I I believe a chocolate is isn't it just a mocha? It's just a less bitter mocha. I is think it not. Was there coffee in there? No, I don't think no. there's any coffee in it. There's no coffee. I I think there must be coffee in there. <laughs> I think I, it was the sugar. So I don't know what makes it different from the hot chocolate. Okay, we went sugar. through this. Yeah, so we did, didn't we? We're rehashing an old argument, but um, um, that being said, I think we all overindulged in them. They yeah. were probably sugary, cool. but delicious. A chocolate is different to a hot chocolate from mm. those machines in that is it, it is ratio? made with hot milk. Oh, well, and hot then. chocolate is water. But I but I make hot chocolate with wa- with hot milk. Yeah, so you're basically a home brewing chocolate maker. Who would have known? It's deluxe when I make it. Yeah, I think, um, I think the um, Emily has just messaged us saying no coffee. So she's obviously there's no coffee in a chocolate. Just to clarify, and the expert has spoken. That is final. Final sign sealed delivered. Thank you, Emily, for your contribution. <laughs> Good to have um, a present. But yeah, the chocolate. We'll move. We don't want to, you know, dwell on it, but it is quite a spectacular drink. Um, slightly, slightly on the same sort of topic, though. I want to know what your relationship with hot drinks was like in St Andrews. How was it different from when you were at home? What what sort of stood out for you in terms of hot drinks while you were studying here? St Andrews was honestly my introduction to hot drinks. I chose a chai latte because for my drink for this podcast, because it's something that I've always loved, and it's always such a little fun treat. And it's really different, but. I didn't drink coffee before I went to St. Andrews. What? I, really? I did not drink coffee. And it was nice because I was in my third year of university and I had the occasional Red Bull or like <laughs> a little drink, but I didn't drink coffee. And I remember just showing up and being so incredibly jet lagged and literally they weren't like feeding us and they just gave us a bunch of like coffee and little like tonics bars. And I was like, well, I'm very tired, but we have things to do. So I'm just going to force down some coffee. And then between that and getting to uni hall and Lou with the French press. And I remember Tabby at that point was in a little instant coffee phase. And I had also never had instant <laughs> coffee before. Um, and that was my introduction. And then also during our time at St. Andrews, I had some, some less than ideal study habits, which <laughs> brewed I don't know a what bit you're of a Me neither. I was working on such a normal schedule, you know? Um, <laughs> But so that really was the beginning of my introduction to coffee or hot drinks. Like I really didn't. And then in recent years, I've started drinking hot. I have a very sensitive throat um, and it's good for my throat. But yeah, I was really changed. And now I drink so much coffee and you have all I ruined me. I did not have guessed that. I, I'm, I, now, I'm I did not know that either. Wow. That, what an honor that we were there, like while you were discovering your your relationship with hot drinks and we didn't even know yeah and it in terms also, yeah well just saying those those study habits like we definitely all egged each other on I think I hoped that when you know maybe when you guys went home we would get ourselves together but it just didn't work out that way now we just indulge in those habits alone I think we, <laughs> we set up a, da- a dangerous relationship with our studying 
truly think having having a a place, having a, the lounge really enabled me because in my in when I went back to school, I did a lot of my homework in my room and I just wasn't going to stay up till 5 a.m. You know, I, I became a lot more efficient when I came back to the States. But during that time, having that big room and having instant coffee and just having a whole like little castle to ourselves really did have me starting papers at 2 a.m. It was a fatal combination. I remember so many like super early mornings where like I would get up early and people would still be in the common room yeah. studying from the night before or we'd all just be there at like 5 a.m. like yeah let's go coffee also, flowing. We used to go to the library a lot and taste coffee shop. Stays mm. open, stayed used to open till 10 p.m. Yeah. So we would like go and pick one up at like On 10 to 10. It's like an aperitif. Or the terrible little coffee machine. It wasn't a coffee machine, but it was the little coffee shop that's inside of the library. Oh, dreadful. Where oh, it's just like a carafe of like drip coffee. That was I insane. say dreadful. I say that was dreadful because the library is as distant a memory for me as it is for you now. Yeah, the library is no longer a thing, really. Yeah. It's so tragic and we're so close and we could really make the most of it. Although, lest we forget the coffee and donuts that they would give out for free at 10 p.m. Did you ever experience that, Libby? I never experienced it at 10 p.m. I really did stick to Wardlaw more than I went to the actual library. Um, I just couldn't yeah. be asked to walk <laughs> simply too far. I mean, when we had that lovely yeah. common room in a castle, then why would you walk um, all the way? Let's just be clear. It was a whole spread. Coffee and donuts was merely like one side of it. Yeah. They used to bring out miniature sandwiches, little... Oh my gosh, uh, how did I miss this? That it was, was so best. great. And this, I mean, they would they would give that out at 10 p.m. That is yeah, encouraging everyone, everyone to like has no idea what we're talking be drinking about. Coffee I think at it was even later than 10. Basically, yeah. during exam season in the library, when everything was normal a couple of years ago, they would give out on occasional nights all of these snacks, free coffee and snacks. To, to Question is: There's the people who are sitting here thinking, "I've never gotten those donuts," and are those people with incredibly good study habits who would never be writing a paper at 10 p.m.? Or the are there people with even worse study habits than you who don't get started till midnight <laughs> <laughs> and miss out on all the The thing is, like, I wouldn't necessarily want the coffee, but then if it's free, well, I would like you turn it down. I don't. I don't struggle to have coffee and then not be able to sleep. That's just not something that happens for me. It's not a thing. You're so far in. <laughs> so like, your it, your blood is like eighty percent caffeine at this point, anyway. It so feels without great. it, yeah. <laughs> Dear goodness. Okay, Libby. Um, I've got a question for you, and then we're going to get you to play your song choice. So while you're listening to your lovely song, you can think about this. So we want we ask all of our guests this. We want you to think about your ideal location to be drinking your chai latte. So you can be as creative as you want. You can make it something realistic. You can make it something completely fantastical, whatever you feel like. Um, and we encourage innovation. So think about that. And while you're thinking, would you introduce your song choice and explain why you picked it? Oh, of course. So I, I think we've all had a lot of time by ourselves, you know, in the last eight months. Um, and I chose this song. I think it is so incredibly vibey and just delicious. Um, and it's uh, Phoebe Bridgers, who's an artist who's getting really popular around here. Um, and I think it's it's the right mixture of sad and fun. So it, this is Garden Song by Phoebe Bridgers. Excellent. Fabulous. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. That was a great song, Libby. I feel so oh, Thank you. 
sipping chai latte and listening to that was was transformational. Mm. Um, mm. We thought that we would maybe just before we dive into your question, um, explain for everyone as well where you are in America right now. I don't know if we already said that, and also where you're originally from, just to give some context. Of course. Well, where I am in America right now is in the bathroom of my apartment. Um, I had to get somewhere with good enough Wi-Fi, but that wouldn't wake up my many roommates. Um, so I am originally from Omaha, Nebraska, which is right in the middle of the country. Um, right exactly in the middle. Um, it's very important in American elections right now. I don't know if anyone's following that. Um, it is. Uh, it is. People are talking about Omaha a lot. Um, but uh, I left Omaha to go to Minneapolis, Minnesota for college. Um, I went to the University of Minnesota. And after graduating in May, I'm currently still here, um, got a job and stayed in Minneapolis. It's an adorable city. Really would recommend a visit if you're ever in the Midwest of the United States. Um, but yeah. And Omaha is famous for its zoo, right? Yes, we have the second, well, the second or first best zoo in America. Um, it's a spectacular zoo. Warren Buffett also lives there. Uh, truly, everyone from Omaha is incredibly passionate about Omaha. Omaha, Omaha but only once they've left. Nobody really nice. likes over there. So where did you get to cast your vote? Did you get to vote for in Nebraska or did you have to I vote? could have done either. And I probably should have done Omaha because it was a very like uh, swinging district. But I ended up casting mine in Minneapolis because it's a lot easier to register um, in person like at the time than it yeah. is to, like register as an absentee from Nebraska. Yeah. So I was registered in Minneapolis. Okay, nice. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, then. Have you had a think about Tavi's question? Paint us. I've had a good thing. Um, Take it away. Okay. So my ideal place to be sipping this chai tea latte, it's more of a situation. Um, and although it may seem realistic, given the fact that I haven't been to a coffee shop in eight months, um, it would be a dream. Um, so I would love to be at a little coffee shop. It doesn't really matter to me which one. Um, mm -hmm. but a nice little coffee shop, the kind where they give you like a mug, not like a paper cup. That's very important. Yeah. Um, and situationally, I'd like to be meeting up with a friend, but I would like to be there like 30 minutes early so I can get my drink and like have a nice sit and maybe read or write oh, or do something like, you know, that those, those minutes before you meet someone and you're early yeah. and you're just like, wonderful coffee shop, but still the socialization of knowing I'm going to meet someone soon. And I'd like to be one of those nice ones where they have like a mix of like sofas and tables, depending on your mood and depending on what you need to get done. And most importantly, it can't be full of people on laptops. It has to be, there has to be some people reading books or doing homework or just sitting there staring at the ceiling. Like but not all laptops. That's so um, nice. That is wonderful. Thank you yes. so much. But sorry, can we just backtrack? You haven't been to a coffee shop in, in eight months. Is that because they've all been closed or? There, well, you can't, you can't go and sit inside them. I have gotten coffee in the last eight months. Yeah, but you're not going to sit in. in. Yes, which is the entire joy of it is to sit there and like yeah. get coffee Very. in their cute little environment. Agreed. Oh, that's so tragic. Wow, that's mad. It is, but I've taken to making a lot of coffee at home, so I'm no less caffeinated. What's your go-to method of making coffee at home? So I, I think you might be appalled by this. I'm sorry in advance. Um, I Although I do love a chai latte, when I'm home, I truly just drink plain coffee with milk. Um, and I make it in a little, we have a little Keurig. 
Um, but I would like to say for all the environmentalists out there, I do not use Keurig pods um, because they're so bad for the environment. We have little reusable ones that you can fill with your own coffee. So I have some coffee grounds and I really couldn't even tell you the specifics of them. I steal them from my mom when I go. Um, and I make a little, a little coffee in my Keurig. Wow. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that sounds pretty good to me. That they're it's definitely... not too shabby. I would like to point out that a very controversial thing around like white girls between 17 and 25 is that I, I only drink cow's milk. I will not drink oat milk. I, I heard the episode on the oat milk flat white and mm -hmm. I will not drink it. That's not milk. It's oat <laughs> juice. The same with <laughs> almond juice. I, I am a cow's milk person till I die. See, I, I, I like endorse that opinion a lot. It kind of annoys me that I like oat milk because yeah. I don't like to be one of the people alternative on the, and yeah, 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 new health life living trend. I, I would say, to be fair, I drink definitely majority cow's milk. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm good to glad you're. Do you um, drink also? Yeah, go on. Milk it bothers me because like it just doesn't turn the coffee the right color. You know, oat yes. milk does a good job of like correctly coloring it, but almond milk just all kind of sits to the bottom. It's not the same effect, is it? And sometimes I had an oat milk in that cafe, do you remember, fairly recently. And they said to me, yeah. oh, just so you know, there's nothing wrong with the oat milk, but it will curdle. Is that okay? And it was the most unappetizing thing. It oh, that's disgusting. Horrible. And even though it did taste still the same as, like, oat milk, I was like, I, I don't know if it's worth the sacrifice. No. Well, uh, you know, Campbell drinks... Um, almond milk who is our third flatmate for everyone listening um and that offends me because i really think it's the worst of all of them i understand I he's lactose intolerant however I think it's, it's so really an excuse these days though he drinks it and then he'll make himself the most enormous macaroni and cheese using normal milk yeah <laughs> undoing all his <laughs> lactose intolerant progress i'm just uh... like why do you do it to yourself Campbell? I, I would argue, actually, I think soy milk and almond milk are both equally subpar. Yeah. So is, as, as a person who drinks alternative milk choices, Tabby, is, is oat milk the choice? I would say so. Okay, it depends on the context. If I was going to have schmilk in my cereal, I would go for hazelnut milk. I don't know if you've ever tried hazelnut milk. It's quite hard to come by. But wow, is it good. It's probably so sugary, but it tastes so good. You know when you have milk in your cocoa pops and it turns the milk chocolatey and it tastes just like sugary milk yes I am hazelnut milk tastes like that but just it tastes natural like it tastes almost kind of subtle but like oh it's so good i think others are spectacular for sure i just have a vendetta against all of them because from like working in coffee shops from quite a young age the amount of people that ask, do you have this type of milk? Do you have this type mm -hmm. of milk? It's like, I'm not personally offended by the fact that you're requesting it, but it is just quite a irritating when I'm trying to do my job. Yeah, and no, I course. don't have coconut milk. And <laughs> nowadays, they used to charge you extra for special milk. And now it's so commonplace that they just charge you all the same. So you can literally ask for anything and all the poor baristas have to juggle. It really does options. add like a whole extra element mm. to the job. Yeah, of course. There's so coffee. many layers to a coffee order these days. Yeah. It's like a whole new language. It's also complex. It is. Okay, let's play some more music. Okay, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, this is just such a tune. And I know I say that every week about my song. But I do. Lou, I feel like you say that about all of your music. I say that about a lot of things in my life. Um, so this 
I don't even know if I want to give you any detail. If anyone's seen the film Chalet Girl, they close on this song, and I just think it is such a tune, so enjoy. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. That was spectacular. Just such a tune. It was really fun. Okay, Livy, are you ready? Because we have a quick fire round of questions for you. Oh, I'm, I'm so nervous. Yeah, I hope you've been revising. Oh God, I'm really <laughs> awake. Actually, that did a great job of really invigorating me. Like I feel incredibly energized. I just want to emphasize that again, if anyone's joined late, Libby is awake at quarter to four in, in the morning right now. <laughs> Libby, how are you going to go on with the rest of your day? You're just going to go back to bed? Well, you may forget this, but I, I'm no longer in school. I, I simply have full starts at eight o'clock. <laughs> um, so I don't I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. That's why I'm drinking water, not coffee, because yeah. I was gonna have a cup of yeah. coffee, but I didn't want to mess with my sleep schedule. So yeah, That's I'm gonna try and go back to sleep after this. Hopefully, these quick fire questions won't invigorate you too much, so you can still get a nice, nice amount of sleep. Okay. Okay. Are you I'm ready? ready? Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's start with coffee or tea. Coffee. I hate tea, honestly. Coffee drinking in the USA or the UK? Um, the UK, I feel like it's more of a experience, less of a drink. Okay, Starbucks or Costa? Starbucks. Yeah, I'm not a huge Costa person. Omaha, Nebraska or Minneapolis, Minnesota? Omaha, Nebraska, because I think you need to be loyal to your roots. Nice. And they have a great zoo, I've heard. And the zoo. Okay, I think we know the answer to this one. Cow's milk or fake milk? Cow's milk all the way. Yeah, baby. Herbal tea or English breakfast English breakfast tea? Yeah, definitely. Okay, would you rather give up alcohol for a month or hot drinks for a month? Oh, that's a difficult one. Um, I guess I'm going to say alcohol because I think a month without any booze would probably do me well um, and have <laughs> some health benefits, whereas I think a month with, without hot drinks would do only harm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, latte or cappuccino? Latte. Americano or espresso? Mm, espresso. I feel like it's faster. <laughs> nice. Okay, you're making a herbal tea. Do you leave the tea bag in or take it out? Um. What part of the process is this question coming into play? Do you like do you, while you drink it? While you're drinking? No, I think I would take it out. Okay. Interesting. All right. That's showing, that's showing my airs of not being you did very of being well. American that I don't drink tea enough to know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> tea bag. Oh my goodness! I've just thought of something that is going to blow anyone that's listening's minds. So, do you remember a conversation we had when you were here when you told me that American people don't have kettles? Remember this so clearly, and I would like to say I'm a fully sufficient adult. Like I cook. A lot. And you guys all thought that I didn't know how to work a kitchen. I was like, boil my water in a pot. I was like, does she live in like some strange like desert (laughs) area in America where they don't have proper resources? Like a kettle. I mean, when we moved into our house here, it didn't have a kettle. And I had it. And it was the first thing. The one thing you need is a kettle. And you guys just don't have them. I just couldn't believe it. when When I made my water for this for this podcast i boiled it in a pot on a stove it's like you're just constantly camping <laughs> it's like so bizarre yeah 
I just like one little click of the kettle and bam, the boil is, water's boiling. You can leave it there and it's not going to, you know, go crazy or overboil or anything. But on the pot just seems, I don't know, it seems so... No one has. So, well, I'm sure people have it. Tons of people have kettles, but it's much more of like a novelty thing or it's just for tea. So I don't feel like I'm missing out at all. Yeah, I, I, can yeah, see I guess that. If, you're not, if you're not a like ritualistic tea drinker, then it would be. And also, I feel like totally doable. a lot of people probably have coffee machines like, yeah, with pods rather than the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And those do produce hot water if asked nicely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we want to ask you a little bit more about how you found it studying here for the for the semester like as a student was it very different coming here culturally um and like having to do your work than it is in america well yes i do think it was pretty different i also do think it's funny to point out that when i went to st andrews and i lived in wardlaw hall and i was friends with all these people in their first year of university i was at in the States at the age you are now. Like I was in my third year of school and I just simply pretended to be a freshman. (laughs) Like I just acted like a freshman again. Um, So that was funny and a fun experience to get to do that all over again. It was wild how much alcohol they gave you. Because when I was a freshman in the States, obviously we weren't allowed to drink. And so we spent all of my freshman year hiding booze and like bringing in bottles of pink lemonade Svedka in our backpacks to sneak past our dorm advisors and whatnot. Whereas it was absolutely crazy to me that we would have events in freshman dorms and they'd say, we will be providing you with alcohol. That's Not just jugs, but actual plastic boxes full of alcohol Buckets, mixes. Buckets, Genuine, yeah, <laughs> genuine pools of it. Which was hilarious to me and also amazing that we had to pay for lots of it. Um, school-wise, it was, I mean, you all may remember that I took geology while I was there because <laughs> I had a very different view of what you were doing in classes. We take a lot of like liberal education classes where you take classes outside of your interests and you have to take science and you have to take math and you have to take everything, even if you're studying English. And so getting there, having signed up for a geology class, just I was thinking for the fun of it, realizing that everyone in that class wanted to be a geologist was another <laughs> big surprise for me. But overall, I think college students are the same everywhere. They yeah. really like the same things. They're really interested in the same things. It's just the environment that you put them in. Um, but yeah. I have to too say, much for culture shock, but it was funny. Yes? On the geology note, I think you were pretty convincing. You, you took your little hand lens everywhere. <laughs> you, you were analyzing specimens left, right, and center. It was quite I good. still have my hand lens and a little card with like identifying tips in my wallet at all times. If I wanted to unplug, I could go grab it for you right now. You know what I still have, Libby? What? My University of Minnesota baseball cap. Oh my god, that's such a great baseball cap too. The white with the maroon is really iconic. We did a little clothes swap when when Libby left, so we traded, and I still love that hat. It is. I have your little sweatshirt. People always ask me if that's my initials because it starts with an L, and people don't think that much when they ask questions. Um, <laughs> and it's hilarious, but I do love that I love little, that little that's quarter. A good idea. Zip. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay, we want to ask you to predict our hot drink futures. Okay, so you are busy two years ahead of us. So imagine where Tabs and I are going to be in two years' time. How do you think our relationships with hot drinks is going to pan out? 
Lou, at some point, you're just going to start shooting it up. Like, <laughs> it's just, you, you, you seem on a dangerous path, I must say. Um, and I feel like Tabby's going to do something where she, she kind of has a moment and she realizes that maybe, you know, caffeine isn't the best. I feel like you're going to have a decaf moment where you, like, swear off of it for a while. She already, maybe, maybe she already does that. Soon. Or am I, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. My prediction is so good, it's already accurate. Literally, it's already come true, Libby. You're that magical. I, I completely the what you said about Lou is like dangerously worryingly. Are you serious? I feel like you'll just get to the point where you're like, this isn't efficient enough. I need it just within my system. You'll shoot it up and then you'll drink it for pleasure. But like, you just need that baseline. It's <laughs> just like instant in the veins. Yeah, <laughs> At that point, drinking it is just going to be a formality. Yeah, it's it's. It's just gonna be part of the day. Like you wake up, you brush your teeth, you. I think you would all... insert the caffeine you know into your veins. I think I could definitely do without it. I think it's okay. Absolutely Libby, not. Libby, back me up here. I need your. I need your full support on this. I really want Lou to do a sponsored month of zero caffeine. I think oh a month is excessive. Okay, maybe maybe start with a week or two and and vlog the whole thing. I'll do a day. I think a fortnight. Of no caffeine, yeah. and I would love updates on this radio show. Well, exactly that's going for you. That's what I want it to be fully documented, and I would love to see the journey. Imagine going back, getting your first coffee back. If after. I believed that we could oh. genuinely raise a decent amount of money for charity, I would do it. Yeah, but the likelihood that people will sponsor me to not drink coffee is very low. But anyone who <laughs> I will personally on this public radio show, um, I don't think this is a public radio. Show. <laughs> <laughs> But I will personally pledge five pounds. Which I think is an excellent start. That's pretty generous. You guys know my financial state's usually like, that's a lot for me. No, that really, I really think that anyone who knows you and your coffee habits would be more than, more than willing to, to see it happen. It would just be so funny. Well, it's, we'll consider it. I'll say that much. Interesting. it would be thinking of any excuse not to sign up for that we would have to pick the timing perfectly obviously it can it has it'll have to be a fortnight where i have no academic commitments right because that would just be diabolical mm-hmm. um but we'll see it's it's a good idea well those predictions interesting as i said you've already predicted where tabs is right now me we'll just have to wait and see well yeah see how that one pans out <laughs> keep you updated <laughs> Since you so accurate in my prediction, I worry. I fear for Lou's future. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's play another song. Um, this is my choice for the week. Um, and I chose this song when I was on the beach this morning watching the most beautiful sunrise I've ever seen possibly in my whole life. I just had a feeling when I woke up that it was going to be a good one. I looked outside, I saw a blue sky and I was like, get me down to where the sand and the sea meet. And I walked on down and wow, it was stunning. And for some reason, this song just came to mind and I played it and it was a very magical experience. So I'm sharing a little slither of that with all of you guys now. This is Beautiful Escape by Tom Mish. I hope you enjoy. Wasn't that just lovely? Very nice. I can completely imagine Tabby on the beach listening to that song. I'm so glad. I hope that you felt a little bit of the sun rays making their way to you. Um, All right. Pardon? I said just feeling that here in the nighttime. (laughs) In your bathroom, in your flat at 4 a.m. in the morning. 
Alrighty, we want to ask you, okay, this is something that I'm sure Lou is very excited to hear about because she was a tad obsessed, maybe just intrigued, we'll say, um, about your sorority life. Um, because it's something that's so different from anything we're used to. We want to hear a bit about what it's like to be in a sorority. Past tense. To have been in a sorority. <laughs> and did you, in terms of like hot drinks and sorority, would you guys like meet for little like coffee mornings and stuff? Or did that never really Yeah, happen? did hot drinks ever play a role in your sorority lifestyle? Okay, so hot drinks definitely did play a role in my sorority lifestyle. We... A lot of the things about sororities are they're things where they're kind of making you do it, but like you signed up to have them make you do it. So you're into it, but it does, it all does feel a bit forced and a bit organized. And I remember whenever they were new girls who joined the sorority, they had to have like littles. And so you uh, would have to go on little coffee dates with them and you could take them in. And it was always like, kind of like you wanted to take them to like kind of a cool coffee shop and you wanted to kind of like impress them. And I remember taking freshmen to like various coffee shops around Minneapolis, like and getting chai lattes and like sitting there and like talking with them about their lives. And it was so funny. And then there was also the addition of, we had recruitment, which is really not at all like the movies, but also kind of like the movies. It's really exhausting. And there were just these girls mainlining coffee and espresso drinks because we were all so tired and you had to pretend to be like, really upbeat and really like, <laughs> excited to meet the 47th girl from, you know, Madison, Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> and you can't do that not caffeinated. So I would say it played a decent role. That's hilarious. Yeah, wow. that sounds about right. I love that. Um, okay, I think we probably have time to review your drink choice. And yeah. then that, that's all we've got time for. Time goes so quickly. It really does when you're just chatting with such great company. Exactly. With okay, drinks. so with the hot drinks the notorious chai latte do you know what i think i was having a thought a minute ago right and i think that my aversion to milky drinks normally is because i don't like lattes for example because it's it dilutes the taste of the coffee yeah and i just i'm not a fan yeah this it's not pretending to be a coffee, coffee yeah you know it's something completely different and uh -huh. i think i can get behind that much more yeah. than just coffee and a load of milk yeah. So I think I would take this any day over a latte or a cappuccino. How interesting. Because it's actually, it's, really different. it's like just, it, it's a completely different separate drink. Yeah. Which I like. Um, It's not a coffee ripoff. Yeah. No, so I completely agree. I really enjoy the like chai spice flavor. I really do. I think it's so autumnal and warming. Like kind of like hot, spicy, but sweet at the same time flavor is just such a like, beautiful marriage of just like everything that's like cozy and, and and lovely um so libby overall a cracking choice yeah for sure and can i get a history like not to put you on the spot but i i am curious can you yeah. rank your guests drinks <gasps> of choice Ooh. And I, uh, also i'm saying this understanding that mine is not a coffee drink i will not be offended based uh -huh. on the ranking but there is only three of us so that's a pretty spicy. I am gonna put John's okay, wait, we need to think about that. Okay, so we've had a London Fog, we've had a Mocha. And to start not with. all then, of the episodes are on Spotify. So yeah, London Fog, Mocha. We had Chocolate. Yeah. Um, Oat Flat White. Yeah. Tea. Yes. Um, our week we didn't really focus on one, so then no. the chai latte. Oh my goodness. Okay, so that <laughs> is six. Okay, okay. 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna rank mine. I'm doing it right now. Okay, um, you, you do your little calculations, and just while she's doing that, I just I did a little bit of research, and you mentioned earlier, Libby, that the chai tea latte is is apparently incorrect, and I think this is just my speculation from my little brief Google that I did, which was extremely official. Um, I think that it's because chai actually translate to, translates to tea in I think Indian. I don't really know in something <laughs> oh, chai I means right. I think. Yeah. Chai does mean tea, so it's like kind of the thing when people say like an ATM machine. Yeah, it's exactly. Like just, it's well, like automatic transfer. Like like when people say go and tune into Star Radio. Yeah, well, there's this really hilarious video that um was made by Star Radio that's like explaining how it's S T A R Saint Andrew's Radio. So if you say Star Radio, you are saying Star Radio Radio Saint, Saint Andrew's, Andrew's Radio, Radio Radio. So it's the same. It's a T. It is exactly the thing. What a great time. So yeah, that's why it's just a chai latte. You're welcome, education kids. Okay, I've done my ranking. We're learning so much on this podcast. This might be different. Okay, but, okay. Do you want me to go from best to worst or worst to best? Well, it depends on where I am. <laughs> I want okay. you to end with my end of things. Okay, right. So we're starting with the worst. Then I really hope that Lucy Brown's treated herself to a nice guy <laughs> in this morning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's going to be the mocha. I just can't get behind the polluting of coffee with hot chocolate. Just keep them separate. I'm not about it. Okay, then number five, we had the chocolate. Okay, Emily, I love you. And I love the nostalgia of the drink. Yeah, and the, the, meaning, it brings the us, meaning behind it, but less so the actual less so the content taste. of the drink and quality. Then number four, the London Fog. And actually, I'm just looking now and you've written down your we order. We have the exact same ranking. <laughs> Did you copy me? No, I didn't even look at yours. I looked into after. Did you want to be the same as Basically, me? Basically, <laughs> me and Lou have recently established, we knew it all along, but we're only recently coming to terms with the fact that we are merging into the same person. We already had a lot in common and it's actually becoming worrying how much we agree. We think the same things. Like one of us will say something and the other will be like, yep, I was thinking, ex- I was just about to say exactly that. It's embarrassing. It is a bit scary. Okay, so number four, London Fog. Um, Just a bit sweet for me. Not so much about it. So then number three chai latte i prefer that to the london fog i think it's just a bit less a bit sickly more, a bit more flavor to it but yeah more, the spice balances it out yeah. number two cup of tea a cup of tea number one oat flat white the oat flat white congratulations maddie if you're listening you take the throne but libby you you meddled you're on the i'm i am entirely happy with that bronze is great honestly higher than i was expected i really did i did expect some rejection on this front but i'm i'm touched yeah. No. Well, congratulations. Good, good on you for your for your excellent choice. I think it's also very like appropriate for the current season. I think it's, it's it's brilliant. Oh, yes. Um, I've just had a little message from my dad, um, who has said that chai is tea in Russian. It's not Indian. Don't know what in I was Russian. Oh, that can't be right. I believe your father, yeah. the author of one of my favorite books of uh, criticism on Paradise Lost. But yeah. um, <laughs> actually, paid a sponsored podcast. <laughs> but a great question about ranking the drinks i love that and we should do that yeah a little bit more that was a good question I just, like, as much as i like some like nice conversation i also like to win and mm. so but a comp- oh, yeah. healthy competition we'll here see if you maintain your position on on the podium on the rankings on the next- leaderboards it's like um it's like in top gear you know with billy piper and then they all yeah. they're all on the little leaderboard that's what I'm thinking. Yes, exactly. we should have a little magnetic thing we can bump we people should. up. 
All right, I think we are running out of time. Libby, it's been the biggest pleasure to have you. It's so lovely to catch up with you and hear your voice. And we can't wait to call you behind the scenes off the record and get all of and the get real all tea. All the property. The real tea. Um, yeah. That was so nice. Thank you guys so much for having me. It really stroked my ego it, to Thank be here. You. I'm honored. So much. For Honestly, just unwavering commitment. Your ego deserves a stroking considering it's literally 4 a.m. where yeah, you are right now. Exactly. And thank However, you everyone for listening and enjoy this absolute tune to set you off right for your Friday. This should really have you all dancing. Thank you, Libby. Bye. Thank Bye. you.